0: Welcome to The Jockey Club, a podcast looking at the movie Let It Ride, one scene at a time. My name is Dan Delgado, and we're at historic Hylia Park, where one man is having the best day of his life. I'm having a good day. So come on in and hang out while we talk about this day and the greatest movie of all time, Let It Ride. Don't worry about that guy at the door. I've got you covered. You can even take my seat to The Jockey Club. Welcome back to the Jockey Club. A look at the movie Let It Ride, one scene at a time. We are up to episode 14, which means that we are doing the 14th scene of Let It Ride. And really, it's the 14th scene according to me. And today, we're taking some liberties because really, we're doing two scenes. They're short, but they are two different scenes. First is the scene where Trotter and Cheeseburger watch the second race. And then we're moving right to the very next scene where Trotter collects his winnings. Joining me yet again to discuss this scene is Eric Delgado, my a former radio co-host, a gambler, and the person I saw Let It Ride with all the way back in 1989. And if you're playing along at home, this is from minute 3454 to 3618. So now, let's head on up to my usual table at the Jockey Club and discuss the 14th and sort of 15th scene of Let It Ride. All right, so you're ready to, to discuss the 14th scene of Let It Ride, and really, it's 14 and 15 is what we're talking about here, Eric. We're we're doing two, we're doing a, two quick ones, and they're, they're too short, so let's combine them in, into one. Are oh, you okay so, with this?
1: Yeah, so it's like a quinella.
0: It's like a quinella, yes, right? It's much like the name of the Mary Woronoff character, I Quinella. Know.
1: How funny, right? Did you guys <laughs> already talk about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's
1: so you know. And when would you have known that? Right? They never. You would
0: You'd never know unless nope. you're looking at the credits or you're reading the screenplay. Exactly. That's it. Right. That's it.
1: So who is that for? Either they're just having fun, or because you know, in 1989, you, you, I mean, maybe you're thinking when they get a hold of the VHS copy. I mean, even sitting in the theater, are you going to pick that up? What is she like? Eleventh build or something?
0: Right. I I kind of wondered if she maybe was intended to have a bigger role Mm. when they first started it. Because it seemed like she would have had, I don't know, at least another scene. Like, that's basically her only scene. Yeah. She shows up when he's running through. Yes. Right? She says, uh, like, where are you going or something like that. And then I think she's one of the people at the end who is rooting for him to win. but. I don't know. There's something about that one crazy scene that she has, which it's completely bananas, right? Where yes. she becomes like the otherworldly creature for a moment. Yes, that makes me think that she was meant to show up somewhere else in the movie.
1: Wait, well, I'd love to know because I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if I have ever really thought that. I've just thought that it's your best indication that something otherworldly is going on, you know? And yeah, I don't know if they want to hammer that home any further than that. I think they they just want to tease it a little bit, but it's a hell of a tease. Right? Yeah, it it really is. It really is. All right, so
0: let's start with not this scene. Let's just talk a little bit about what we just talked about in the previous episode, and that is after the first race, Trotter has won, and he's bebopping along, Right, he's yes. just sort of strutting through, and here comes Cheeseburger, who had mocked him relentlessly about picking charity as as his first bet. Right, Olympic now, level, yes. Yeah, and now it is the complete opposite, Mister Trotter, Mister Trotter. Yes. Right, and so begging him, what do you, do you have another pick, please? He's giving him the the single dollars as he's as he's walking down. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and honestly. Is there another character other than Cheeseburger who seems to believe in Trotter? Like, all of his friends, all of the other people, they've already shunned him by now.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely, right, the character's just strange. Everything about it is strange because not only that, but Trotter, the way he handles it when Cheeseburger comes along, it's like Trotter's the sweetest guy ever right here. (laughs) <laughs> because he should totally shun him back.
0: Yeah, he really should. He right? really should. Yeah, and, and considering how secretive he
1: was about yeah. that first pick, here yeah. it's just like, yeah, I'll tell you. There you go. Right. And I'll tell you this, it probably won't be too big a factor, but there's no doubt that when you have information like this, you're going to consider the fact that by telling too many people, it will affect the odds. Mm-hmm. So right. you will not need a whole lot more incentive to shut somebody out than that. The fact that he shut, the the way he treated him is totally a reason. You know, I've sat there with a couple of (laughs) friends sometimes with friends sitting there getting ready to pick something and I've been like, "Uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell about this part. I was just going to ask you if
0: that's happened with you. I was just going to ask you that exact question. Really, so you, and this is simply because I don't want to get a penny less than I could get.
1: Right. And now right, I'll it, ta- Yeah. Now the difference is though, when mm-hmm. I would do this, this is at High Lie, where right. unfortunately you've got dwindling receipts over there and so like <laughs> I mean, you know, you could bet the whole trifecta, you could bet like every every part of it and right. guarantee and you'd be guaranteed to lose money, you know, for yes. sure, because the pool is too small. So, I would say, yeah, if I'm at the track with thousands and thousands of people on a regular basis, I'm probably not going to be thinking about that as much. But yes, definitely that was a thing where I was like, oh, you're going to spend $100 on the other part? Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Gotcha. <laughs> you're not going to talk anybody out of a right.
0: foolish bet.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're putting that money into my potential winnings? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That's another eight bucks coming to me. Yeah, so here, Trotter,
0: who, I don't know, it seems as though in this moment, maybe based on the uh, interaction with Quinella, and coupled with the fact that he's already won a race, he's maybe in some sort of zen-like state,
1: right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's high as a kite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, that definitely factors in. Right, he's feeling benevolent. Yes. Right? And you know, and, and cheeseburger has seemingly changed his ways. <laughs> I guess so. in the moment. Yeah. you know, Trotter, Mister Trotter, sir, you know. Yeah. So and he's even offering. Is it dollar bills? I I am positive that it is. Do- like well, uh, I don't know for sure. But what
0: man. do you think, cheeseburger is really?
1: What do you man. think that guy really has? you for think he's got a dollar five, given fives? I don't, I don't think know. so. I was. I had hopes it was a bigger bill. I can never tell. But okay. really, that that hurts me even more. That Trotter's just giving it; he's basically giving the information away.
0: <laughs> he's basically, yeah, I know it. It does bother you like a little bit, like yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. But I mean, all right, so now we're gonna get to the scene that the first of the two quick scenes that we're here to discuss. And so, also, I think you're really good for this because you may have had somewhat of a similar experience. All right. <laughs> Okay, And this is where Trotter and Cheeseburger, who have now made the same bet, yeah, they're watching the race. And Trotter doesn't go back out to watch it on the rail like I guess he normally would. He now goes into sort of like, I don't know, like, we consider this like a simulcast room where they're, you know, it's just the closed circuit television that he's watching it on. He's in a room with three other guys. And, you know, actually... I gotta say, this has just occurred to me as we're talking about this. I've always thought they're in a private room watching this, like some simulcast area. But I believe in the background, now yep. that I'm thinking about it, you can see the hamburger place
1: that Absolutely. Quinella works at. No, I so was he's gonna... just
0: he's just in like the grandstand, right? Yeah,
1: he's just in they just found like a Rando TV. Okay. Which they've got those you know, like well, we were just All at over. the uh Stadium at the Mets game, and it's like, yeah, if you're buying concessions, you can keep an eye on. No, it's yep. it's okay. This is how, with my experience, when I've looked at this, I've looked at it differently, which is like, I guess they just chose. We're gonna give them another look at what goes on at the track. Oh, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I guess that's what they were searching for. And this does happen, but personally, this would this almost would never happen unless. There's some, you know, there have been times, okay, like I'll give you an example. There have been times where I have gone to, again, high lie with a little bit of a system, right? Okay. Like there's yeah. some nights where I'll go, I'll like, I'm just betting X number of trifectas. I'm betting these numbers. I'm not betting players. I'm betting straight up numbers. And, you know, there's ways that that stuff, you know, would work out technically. Like, yep, these numbers come in more often. So in certain situations, I've done that. And then I've watched it because I, and it's weird, right? But I feel like I have less impact on what's going on because I didn't pick players, you Mm, know? Okay. So I'm just looking for the numbers. So I, I will, I'll put less importance on sitting there. Like, you know how it is when you're watching, you know, like the Mets game, you almost feel like, look, I can, we talk about it, about like, we got work to do. Absolutely yes, right?
0: Have, yes, we're gonna watch this game, but it's like we have work to do. Yes, yes. and it does feel like work. By the right. way, it's Pinkin.
1: the That's oh funny. my gosh, it's, it's yeah. the hardest, <laughs> it's the hardest job in sports <laughs> of all the hard jobs on of teams, right? <laughs> yeah, we picked the hardest one, the ditch diggers. Yeah. So yeah, because somehow, and any sport fan out there can relate to this, you must feel like you're impacting it. So this situation is the opposite, for, and and it's strange to me. Because he did just let it ride, and he and he let it ride way bigger at it than he has at any point. He put seven hundred dollars down on this bet, mm-hmm. and yes, so he does. this would be the one. Talk about needing my faith healed, you know. In order to make this bet, I'm going to feel like yeah, I got to be on the rail. But I think somewhere in there, they just chose to say, "Yep, we already showed him that. Let's give him a little different angle, and you know, maybe." Focus on the interaction between uh, cheeseburger and Trotter, and oh, by the way, right behind them for some reason, you know, is the bald guy that you know when he takes his survey. I think it's oh, later. Oh, is he one of those guys? Okay, yeah, he's I... the one. He's a cigar chomping guy.
0: Yes. And all right, so I did notice that there's three guys yeah. that are standing behind them, and yeah. I was starting to wonder now that they're, I realize that they're in the grandstand watching that maybe one of them is Lauren Dreyfus because oh. he's. He's listed in the credits as a grandstand person, so that's if you don't know Richard Driver's yep. brother, and I never have seen him. But now I've been kind of looking, and now I got to look at this again because yeah. I, I thought they were in a room, like a private room, it, where there's just t- like 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 they're in the simulcast room. You know where the yep, simul- right they absolutely. have simulcast areas. Yep. And I'm thinking they're looking at one of those, and then I just realized it just before you know I was watching it again just before we we came on. It's like oh no wait no they're just they're just out.
1: Yeah, they're just 20 feet from the hamburger stand, right over yeah. there. And it's just a TV to keep you in the mix. And that's, I don't know if it's maybe they didn't get, you know, like maybe there's a scene that they cut where they couldn't get down there or something mm-hmm. happened to, something may have drawn them to that TV because it is just out of nowhere, like, wow, you've chosen this? Okay. And well, uh, it, it's a
0: terrible view. It All right, so it is a terrible view. I'm going to uh, posit a theory. Okay, Uh All right, so Trotter has gone for his first race where he does all the things that he normally does. He goes to Marty's bar and hangs out with the guys, goes down, watches, wins. It goes well, but now he's got this issue with Looney, goes back to Marty's bar. Everybody treats him like crap. And so maybe he's looking to avoid all of the regular people that are out on the rail. Now that he's won... And you know what? I've I've got this second race. Let me just kind of do this quietly by myself somewhere.
1: Right. That's not bad. And don't forget, yeah. To throw, <laughs> he goes. He sneaks off and bets. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. you could be right, right? Because now, like I said, he is looking at a really big win no matter what happens here. So maybe there is some of, you know, right, like I don't want to be with my regular people for any of those reasons too. Right, because either it's
0: a really big win or it's a really big loss. And if it's a really big loss, he'll feel terrible. And he probably knows that everyone else will feel probably pretty good about the fact that he's lost again.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: And it's also, right, all right, so just to spoil, you know, just to – Describe the rest of the scene. They watch the horse race. They're both cheering. Eventually, they're saying yes in unison, and <laughs> then and then it wins, right? And then the funniest thing ever is, uh, cheeseburger takes first. He takes off the gold chain and yeah. gives it to him. Yes, I'm never going to forget you for this. Yeah, and, and then it's a very impressive kiss on the mouth that he plants on, a doubt. like dead yes. on on the mouth yes swatting him off it's it's really
1: funny it's hilarious and it's really funny this is one of the moments where okay look cheeseburger has been stealing it every time you see him he's yes. the funniest thing happening absolutely and in this moment when he kisses him i'm so <laughs> impressed with what drivers does because driver treats it like he is being attacked by like an old-fashioned mauler, a masher, right? He's like, a, he, he looks like a female victim, and then he even starts smacking him, like you said, like it would be like a lady with a purse, in, it, the, yes, in the 60s. That is absolutely
0: right? perfect. Yes. It's yeah. it's a very old style, like a comedy yes. th- that's happening. Yes. Right. And he even, like, after he runs away, he still swings at him. Yes. Like, at to right. end of the scene. It's you so funny.
1: Yes. Any other, you know, man who's repulsed by what just happened could have easily fashioned a fist and, <laughs> and punched him at least one time. Right. Right. He never does that. He's just smacking him with his program. Yeah. You know, again, like it's the purse. You stay away. How How could you? You know, and yeah, and he's even defending himself the same way. You know, he's throwing the arms up, you know, like, oh, my gosh, lady. (laughs) Get off of me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you wanted it. Yeah. So,
0: but the thing that, that gets me about this part is that if you think about the other three races in this movie, they're all really big, Right. Charity is a big race, and I mean how the movie treats it. The movie treats it. Oh my god, it's the first race. Of course, you got to make that big. And then Fleet Dreams is also that's the one that in the Jockey Club that's coming up later on. That's also a big one where he freaks out, and we're all watching, and we right? Yes, you feel the stakes. The, and then and then the final race. But here, we don't even see the horses running. We're just watching them watch the tell. It's so low key. It's. I don't know, like if you were watching this for the first time, I could see you thinking, wait, did he win? Is that it? Is it over? Yeah.
1: Yeah, What's with that choice? It's Like we were talking earlier, I feel like it's almost like they made a decision to just advance the plot here and Mm, make it as entertaining as possible. I don't know exactly why. Maybe they feel like, all right, we've already you know, it would be too similar to the charity race, you know, if we gave it all the pomp, but it's weird. Okay. It's a 60 second scene. That's great. But like you said, yes, if you're really plot driven here, you feel like I I remember the same thing. You know, again, I'm seeing it with a ton of experience about what's going on. So if I'm not fully caught up, then you know that the mainstream audience is going to have that same question. And I'll say I was looking for more. You know, I was looking for more confirmation, right? Now, I can only guess that, okay, because like you said, they're doing the yes, yes, yes. I think he's winning it handily because of yeah. that. Right? It just so sure seems like it was He a must runaway. break away, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so I'll tell you, look, being invested in Jay and his destiny here, I'm feeling relieved about that. You know, so that's, you know, that's a good thing. It's like, yep, okay, good. Well, we're winning this one. But it is weird that they treat, you know, his full investment. It's the first time he's let it ride. Right. So. That's true. You know, right. I don't know. I'm guessing that there were some decisions involved. It wasn't just like, all right, the next scene is we're just going to have him watch it on TV. You know, (laughs) I'm sure somehow some factors got involved and they said, all right, yeah, for these reasons, it'll pace better if we do this, whatever it is but it it does leave you a little bit wanting.
0: I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. It does feel like that maybe this was done for either pacing or maybe we're punctuating our acts with the horse races or yeah. maybe we just feel like if we do this four times, it's too many for people to get caught up in. Right. Or maybe we just don't have enough time and money to stage these races again.
1: Yeah, it could right, could be uh, any combination and I guess if we're looking at it that way sadly, even though all of them feel like if you did this with any of them we'd have the same problem, I guess this would be the one you cut even though it's the first one he lets it ride so yeah. like maybe there's bigger, there are bigger stakes involved in any of the other ones If when you look at it, right you can't do this with the first one, there's no way no. You can't do it with the third one. The third one is like when he when he gets to the level of, all right, this changed my life. Yes. So you can't mess with that one. And then, of course, you can't mess with the last one. Oh, well, yeah. The so, finale. You got to have your yeah. finale. So this one is, got you know, so if if it's any of these factors, like we said, you've got to it's got to be this one that you mess with.
0: All right. So let's move on, because if the kiss on the mouth wasn't enough of a confirmation <laughs> to let you know. Right? Because I think maybe that's a tip right there. Yeah. Right? I'll never forget you for this. Then he goes and he collects the money. Yes. Now he's won. We're going back to the ticket seller. This is we're going back to him for the third time. And ticket seller, not been so nice to Trotter so far. And this is the the first time that the ticket seller I would describe as non-hostile. Towards okay. Trotter's appearance not still, still not his friend yet But he is non-hostile Regarding
1: his appearance
0: Showing somewhat up to collect his money
1: Somewhat tolerant Yeah, I would say he's somewhat tolerant I don't, yes. Yeah, it's so right Yeah, he definitely changes right Because the previous one I mm-hmm. get caught by this every time that I've seen the movie He gets almost like He's about to smile But what's really happening is contempt is coming over his face. So it looks like he's ready to give in right there. But no, it's really like, oh, you piece of whatever the hell his problem is. It's worsened by him returning. And now he's won. And you're right. It's like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact, okay, because one of the things he says that I always love, you can't win this kind of money without owning up. Yes, that is correct. He's got to fill out forms. He's got to pay taxes on the money. And, of course, I am at the same time. I'm experiencing this through him. And so I'm thinking about, oh, that's right. This is one of those where you win more than, I think it's 60 times your bet or something like that. There's a certain number Mm -hmm. times your bet that you win. It's not a dollar amount. You know, it's not like if you win more than X, although I think... If you do a $2 bet and you win more than 600 that happens. But after that, it's based on how much times your bet
0: you've won. So, okay, so, sorry, so I have a question for you. So yeah. in, in a situation like that, right? So I know, because I've, I've seen the movie, Trotter has won $2,450. Right. So now,
1: do they already take the taxes out? You can choose one way or the other. Oh, especially back. Yeah, so you could choose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it myself when I get home. You can, you definitely can, which I have done, and um, I've done it both ways. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Did did you actually do it?
1: You mean send in the money? Yeah. You mean put it on my taxes? Yeah. Well, I will tell you that Uh you're talking about a time when. So first. (laughs) So first. Years ago many yeah, so, years ago. So first of all, you see, right. mm-hmm. we weren't, you know, as educated on right. maybe the uh, ins and outs of this sort of thing. It's possible, it's possible that I might need I might need an exemption and I'm not up in space like Kevin Bacon right now, so I don't know if this is going to work.
0: Okay. So it's it's possible, who could say at this point? We're talking 30 years ago
1: in your case. It's hard to right and to quote right. Clint Howard. You know, that's no joke. They'll come down on him. They'll get him. <laughs> Do you remember that? It's yes, so it's yes. so silly. It's so silly. That's, they all is, think is, it they're treating it so
0: trivially. Is is this the best role that Ron Howard has given Clint Howard is the uh in <laughs> Apollo 13?
1: I don't know. How, I, don't know how I they're all Okay, look. I don't know. He always gets a nice little nugget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, he's got to It's you amazing. Know, as,
0: as this podcast has proven, you always have to take care of your brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 right? Okay, so now, now back to the ticket seller. Yeah. I think a real indicator, and maybe it's the fact that he's now won twice and the ticket seller feels like he should take him a little more seriously. Yeah, maybe. As he's having him fill out the forms, he takes the money – Right, counts out the twenty four fifty that he's gonna give him, and then he puts it in two two yep. piles, yep, and then asks him for the shoes. Yep. As in, hey, look, I know your little goofy routine, I'm going with it. And and Trotter, yes, takes his shoes out and he put and you'll be very happy that he puts them in very nicely. He does not Oh
1: yeah. Uh, it's pile new money. Them in. No. Yeah, it's new money. So right, it's not a big mess. Yes, it's not a
0: big mess. Ugh. Right to go right back into the into the shoes. But like that act that he's like, yep, I'm now rolling with you a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And then Trotter very playfully musses his hair. Yes. As he leaves. That's, and yeah. His reaction to it is like,
1: hmm, right? <laughs> kind of like, hmm, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, I think he even like, but like he blows it up. You know, like yeah. he, he, he does like a, pff, right?
0: He poofs it. Yeah, I got to say, Robbie Coltrane in this small role that has no name, absolutely, he just kills this little part, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. A- absolutely. So, so anyway, I would say not 100% on board, but he's, this is the first time we're, we're, we're getting there. We're now moving in the other
1: direction. It's a wonderful, seriously, it's a wonderful arc that is, it, it's just a tiny little sub-sub-subplot, right? Yes, yes. But it's it's like, it's a bromance. Yes, this is, where, <laughs> this and is it, where it starts to happen. Right? and it's just like in a typical, you know, romantic comedy, it starts out, I can't stand you, you know, oh my gosh, you repulse me, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> they, they warm up, and then before you end then it's love. So, and it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just great. Because he, for me... He when it when it finally turns full, I'm so relieved because man, this first time around, I'm stressing hard. You know, <laughs> for for the stakes involved here, we need him yeah. on our side. We need him. Come on, man. Yeah. So Come it's around. so awesome. Yeah. So when he right and Jay makes the Jay makes all the moves. Right. Right. There right. are no moves to be made unless Jay's making them, and it's another example where. Okay, just character wise. We see Jay, Jay he's got that blow up personality. Like he you know, it's just hilarious, right? Like he'll be talking to you like this and then go immediately too crazy. Yeah. Yes. So it makes me it it makes me uh <laughs> you know, it's he seems like a lovable asshole in those moments, right? By the way, that's also how he
0: does his Ethel Merman impression. <laughs>
1: that's awesome so if you know when you see that and then there are these moments where he seems like he's genuinely wonderful and it's like i don't know he's so he's so multifaceted as a character because you wouldn't you know normally keep that but he's so damn sweet look again he's throwing the the odds he's throwing the tip to a cheeseburger
0: that is the end of the scene. Trotter, from here, the next thing that's going to happen, he's going off to the jockey club, which is very exciting.
1: Yeah, I think it's just probably it is kind of a turning point because he's gone to, all right, like we've talked about, the $710 in 1989 money and today's money doesn't make any... It's it's, it's a pretty good day. Of course, being being a hard, you know, I think we have to call him a hardcore gambler, to you know, it, it, it would... At this point, at that point, it definitely just would equate to one of the better days. That's all. It's not like he'd be telling this, okay, if this happened to you, right, what, mm-hmm. you know, the $50 charity bet and then the $700 win in whatever terms, this would be something you'd be still talking about just right there on its face. This would be like, let me tell you that story. Oh, no, there is no doubt about it. Right. Okay. So now for Jay, at that moment, I'm saying that it's just. A, you know a day that was good, you know it wasn't one of the bad days, so here though, when it becomes twenty four hundred dollars, and now we haven't really done i think when we we did this, we said it was a little like two and a half times the money now, so that would be like what six grand so that's now for him, even that's like yeah i'll be I'll remember that day, so it's turned there's a turning point here where he definitely has to consider legitimately. Do I get out of here and then celebrate what a great day this was? And, well, yeah. What what I think about
0: is that the horse's name that wins yes. is Faith Healer. And yes. so this is sort of like helping him to believe in whatever is happening in the day. And he has really changed from, from the moment that... You know, when he makes that bet and he drops the phrase let it ride like he doesn't bet it meekly it's like yeah i'm here i'm in and it's because it's because of faith healer it's his faith has been healed with this and now with this horse winning it's just you know now he's he doesn't even go to the jockey club to watch this watches it downstairs in the in the grandstand now that he's won
1: now we're going to ascend up yep right he's transformed yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, you're right, because you probably don't realize this first time you're seeing it, that the name you know, that the faith healer has a lot to do with anything. Cause it doesn't happen until after that you really see what you're talking about. Which is True. that yes. he's he's got a different look on things. And it's and the funny thing is, as as the audience, we aren't exactly there. You know, it's not like our faith is healed. So I'm oh, still yeah, for sure we're still sweating it for him when he's making any of these decisions. But it is definitely, it's, it's a tremendous turning point, and I totally agree that that was with great intent that it was called that. And, you know, when you think back to Quinella pointing it out, you know, the name of it, so, you know, we keep hearing it. Why do you like this faith healing? That's where it's like you realize, yes, they're drawing to not just why are you betting on another horse? It's, right. It's faith healer. Yes. What is it
0: about Faith
1: Healer? Yes. Yeah. I know it's absolutely beautiful, but yes, I say that that is probably the, the biggest import of this scene is that from here on, we've transitioned as a character.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Jockey Club. This episode was hosted and produced by me, Dan Delgado. Thank you to my guest, Eric Delgado. Our theme music is from Epidemic Sound, and our cover art is by Sean lebri If you enjoyed this episode, and I certainly hope that you did, then you can help the show out by buying me a coffee. Yes, this is me asking you for a donation. You, Degenerate Gambler fan. And there is a link in the show notes on how to do it. But if you're saving up all your pennies to bet on the four horse, well then, I certainly understand that. You can still support the show by leaving a free five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening to this. That's right. It is free for you to leave a review for this program. You can contact me, if you want, through email. It's dan at moviemaker.com. On Twitter, I am at underscore Dan underscore Delgado or even better, I am on the Repod app which is a very fine way to not only listen to podcasts but to interact with podcast hosts like me find it in your app store and then come on by and say hello this has been Dan Delgado for the Jockey Club and remember sometimes you could be walking around lucky and not even know it